You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Plenal Beaver Studios, it's the Roman Podcast Quarantine Edition, at least I think it is. I'm your host, Roman LeBeau. And I'm Rob Cast. What's going on, man? Not a whole lot, not a whole lot. We get a night where it's a holiday Monday here in Canada, or Canada. Okay. <laughs> I'm not in Canada, that is actually a, 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 a suburb of Ottawa, so. Let's talk about a few things. A few things, okay, a couple things. We, uh, much to our listeners' chagrin, we are in the process of setting up our fantasy league again. Um, <laughs> Roman and I have been in this since 2004. <laughs> you know, we, we actually, I, regular listeners will remember, we actually have an actual cup. We, you know, we got a whole lot of stuff going on. So, um, yeah, we're just trying to schedule our, um, uh, our draft day. Um, every year we keep five players from last year's roster. So there's a little jostling uh, if you will. So yeah, we're getting ready. It's already, it's already here. And this year is a weird year. Cause we don't know. Is like the NFL playing all year. Are they going to get started? Or are they? Uh... Yeah, I know it's, it's, it's going to be really strange. Right. Um, but uh, I do have some notes on the, uh, when it comes to football, we can okay. talk about uh, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> yeah. I was going to get to this, um, okay, but, okay, okay, good, good. but let's, uh, all right, so okay, let's get to it organically. Well, okay, well, well, that, yeah, we got. There is some news we just saw uh, this morning, but uh, here's a question I want to ask you. Okay. In our fantasy league, yep, we have always traditionally finished our playoffs, so our championship game finishes on the last week of the NFL regular season. Yep. That way, let's say if you have, you mean San Diego Chargers or LA Chargers players on your roster. So they're they're at least still playing till the end of the regular season. So we don't then once the NFL playoffs start, we're done. That way we don't have to worry about oh I should pick a player who's going to make the playoffs. No, that's stupid. So so anyway. yeah 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 our, our 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 fantasy football season can play itself out. We we don't end up with like oh geez you know what like uh, the the seven guys on my team I was killing it this year but. The, the teams that I have my guys on, their teams didn't make the playoff. And yeah, now. exactly. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So uh, any any fantasy football participant knows you always play until the end of the regular season. Now, a lot of leagues finish in the second last week of the regular season. Okay. Now, again, this this sounds odd, but there's a little there's a there's a thought process behind this. This is so. Let's say if you I have Drew Brees, he's my quarterback. Let's say if they clinch the playoff spot, right? And they clinch their where they're going to be seated. You mean so it means like if they win or lose the last week of the regular season, it's not going to change their playoff outcome. They're they're locked in. So if you have a lot of star players on that team, odds are they're going to be sitting on the bench and not playing the last regular season in, in the NFL because they're not trying to, the team's not trying to tank. They're just trying to avoid injury, saving these star players for their playoff run. Now, what happens with us, now, let's say if I got a bunch of star players that are on great teams, because normally if you have a great player, he's probably on a good team, and then they end up being benched in the last week of the regular season, that's during our championship. 
So if you can have a great season, go all the way through the playoffs, get all the way to our championship, and all of a sudden you're losing three guys because your three main guys have clinched a playoff spot and aren't playing, right? Right. So this is what we're proposing this year. Are we going to go like most leagues have do already and finish our, our championship game is on the second last week of the regular season in the NFL? I'm asking everybody in the league. We're, not, we're just basically voting on it, seeing if there's an interest in it. What are your thoughts? I, I saved it. I texted everybody, but I was waiting to ask you here. So what are your thoughts? Uh, you know what? I, I mean, I'm happy the way it works now, but it, it, if, if everybody wants to switch the other way, I'm fine. You know, you're, you're fine the way it is. I'm yeah, fine. I, I don't care. You see, know I mean? But this is what I've been, I've been saying. Like, Well, it's weird because you have to get your team. The horses that got you to the playoffs might not be there to win the championship. So it's all about your, the depth of your team. Right. So this, the way we have it now kind of stops the, oh, I happen to have Peyton Manning when he had an awesome year and somebody won a championship. I don't know, Roman. Um, <laughs> you know, anything like that. So basically that's, it's like, it, you, if you have like five all-stars and you're keeping them for 10 years, well, that kind of prevents it. But we're going to talk about it amongst ourselves. Listeners, tell us what you think. Tell us what you guys do during your fantasy. And let us know, I mean, uh, should we make the switch? You know, should we should, should we do this? I, there's a lot of interest in doing it, but obviously we're going to make that decision before we start. So Yeah, like uh, for me, whatever. I don't yeah, care. Whatever. Whatever way you guys go. Uh. <laughs> You're easy. <laughs> yeah. you know, if you're missing the playoffs is missing the playoffs, right? doesn't matter about the I last week. year. I'm yeah, really good exactly. at it. See, I, I was having a discussion with my brother this morning. He's in our league. And I'm like, hey, I got no problem because it was brought up to my attention. I said, I got no problem moving the game because um, in the last four years, I was, I was in three championship games and I won one. But that means if I got into the championship, the week before I won. So I could be, I could have been sitting on a three P like it. You know I mean, so I have no problem getting to the championship. It's winning it is I'm like three yeah. and three and four in the championship. And we are like 16 years. So anyway. Yeah. I mean, I'm running, didn't I lose mine by like 0.03 or something like I lost uh, just a yeah, few you, years ago. Yeah. something insane. It happens. Hey, that's, and that's all. Every point counts. That's, that's why like, and there has to be a definitive line in the sand of who wins and who loses. So, Anyway, well, our, our listeners are probably going, oh, fuck, fuck, fantasy back again? God damn it. It's back, people. Sorry, you're going to have to deal with it. Oh. Uh, so, and speaking of football. Speaking of football, the XFL um, came back. XFL started, what, in 2000, 2001? It was the extreme football league. Remember that whole 90s shit where everything he, was extreme? He hate me. Yes, they, they, had, they, they were allowed to put whatever they want on their jerseys. And again, Basketball players are doing it now for a very, very different reason. We're not poo-pooing that. Just don't cancel us. <laughs> it just back in the day, you could put like, you mean sweet or, or stud or whatever you wanted on the back of your jersey. Yeah, but some guys didn't know how to spell. No, no, no. You they know, didn't. So some of you're like, what, what did you write? Yeah, you exactly. know. What's, what's going on here? So uh, yeah, the XFL. And then now this year was there, we're going to restart. Oh, we're going to bring it back 20 years later. It's like, oh, finally, an- another, basically, it's a, uh, how do you put it? Like, when the NFL season ends, they are, they're after the Super Bowl, the week after they start week one. Uh, a couple of years ago, there was an Alliance Football League that started and failed. And now the XFL started this year and wasn't that bad, but because of COVID, they had to cancel the end of the season. Yep. So they filed for bankruptcy, but um, a couple of investors 
and Dwayne the Rock Johnson have bought and his ex-wife Danny Garcia. <laughs> have bought the uh, the XFL out of bankruptcy for fifteen million dollars. Yeah. What, and, what are your uh, thoughts? <laughs> look, I watched uh, Dwayne Johnson um, uh, on the Titan Games, and it's he did a great job. That that show's pretty amazing. I, I really like it. Right. He knows how to put on a show. Yeah. He knows. The guy's been doing it for years. It it just it falls it just goes into the hands of another professional wrestler uh you know or a sports entertainment person you know once yeah. was Vince McMahon and all that so the rock is really good at putting on that show right so i th- i don't know we'll see like i said i just like it's like a, there's a lot of people who will be like oh really it's just like well you know look it's a different person yeah different team they've done uh, him and Danny Garcia have done a lot of stuff that has been very successful. So this might be something else that is, who knows? Well, and for me, I fall in two camps. Again, I, I'm a football referee up here in Canada. I love football. I'm the commissioner of a fantasy football league. I I watch it. I I love it. Um, I, I was actually a season ticket holder for the Toronto Argonauts, a CFL team while I was living down South. (laughs) Like I, I'm not, yeah, I love football, but after the Super Bowl. After the massive hype, I'm kind of burnt out. Like uh, I run, being a dad and being a husband and having a day job and lots of other stuff on the go and, and a podcast or a couple podcasts, uh, my time's limited. So I break up. I made this joke before where it's like after the football season ends, I look, okay, now let's check and see how my New Jersey Devils are doing in hockey. And oh, fuck, because <laughs> I don't have time to pay attention for the first cup because I I got to split up my time on like who I'm, what I'm watching. Cause I can't like, I can't watch every devil's game, every New York giants game, every Raptors game and every blue Jays game. Like it's just not going to happen. Right. So I invest my time into, I'm getting into one, getting the other. And for me, I'm just kind of, I watch the XFL for just the, the curiosity and because of their little rule changes. Well, it's always and- been a curiosity. I think it's, I think this will bring a, a fresh take to it. And if it fails, that's it. I think yeah. as, once this fails, nobody else is picking this thing up. The, uh, the thing is what people in the States want to are trying to do are they're trying to get a really, really competitive league to watch during the off season of the NFL. And if I'm telling American people, um, any American football fan, Try the CFL. And I'm not saying that to be a homer, but it is the next league. It is the next best league. The the caliber of players in the CFL are way better than the XFL or the Alliance League or whatever you were going to have. And yeah, it's different rules. And we get a lot of crap like, oh, well, uh, Cinderella Football League. Oh, look how big the field is. They got three downs. Yeah, there's a lot of interest. But you know what? It's going to be slightly different. It's like watching like international... Anything. Even Dwayne The Rock Johnson played in the CFL. He did. He got cut because he wasn't good enough. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, if you're looking for a fix, hey, uh, if the XFL is, turns out a good product under under The yeah, Rock, fantastic. I'm all for it. Like, But if you get a chance to watch the CFL, the difference is, for those who don't really know the difference, the ball is actually larger. Slightly, yeah. Slightly larger, right? So it's a little bit tougher to throw. The field is actually wider and longer. Yes, Right, and uh, there's one less down, so you can't bore the shit out of yourself with the running game. Yeah, you, you can't grind, time. and 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 the thing is, when you do run, there's a lot more territory to cover. There's an extra man. There's 12 men instead of 
11. That's right. So it's 12 men. And so, yeah. So there's, so you like, uh, whereas the, the, um, you'll go like the second and third down, they'll try to run that, those, uh, three downs and then, yep. okay. And then, and then once in a while they'll throw the ball. You're like, oh, that was exciting. Well, the CFL is in mostly always, majority, yeah. always throwing that ball. And they run and a very, they run a very West Coast offense looking thing because you got the territory to do it. Cause you got, if you're in the center, center, center of the field, you got 20 yards to the flats. Like it's ridiculous. It's a sideline. It's ridiculous. So, and our end zones are twice the size. So it promotes more instead of when you're on, when you're like, you know, in first and goal and you're on uh, the five. Our, our goals are they on the goal line or are they at the back end of it? Our, our goalposts are on the goal line. So oh, you're, like, you're, yeah, your, your goalposts are, are closer, but your end zone is 20 yards instead of 10. So if you're first in goal on the five, passing is a very viable option and there's a lot of options to do it. So, so it anyway, makes the game far quicker. It does. So check it out again. If I'd love to see the CFL with pure NFL talent, like if you had the best of the best, it, it'd be, it'd just be wide and open. And there's been a lot of talent who's come from CFL that have they're like, oh, we're going to demote you down to the CFL. They played a couple of years in the CFL, yeah. or they started there and they bumped up to the NFL. You have Warren Moon. Well, the CFL, yeah, Warren, uh, Moon, Warren Moon Flutie. played. Yeah, Flutie, Warren Moon played for uh, the Edmonton Eskimos. Won five Grey Cups, five championships in the CFL in a row. Yeah. The reason why he came to the CFL is because the NFL at the time did not like the idea of having a black quarterback. You can, they, any, 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 a lot of black athletes would be like, yeah, you can play defense. You can play corner. You can play wide out. No, that's, that's the white man's position. And Warren Moon said in the CFL, they're going to accept me. And Which he was did. a quarterback. And then he was so undeniable in our league that he eventually got his job. Houston Oilers. Yep. And that's why I began. That's why I started watching the CFL or the NFL. Right. Right. Was I started watching. I didn't watch Houston Oilers for the Houston Oilers. I was a Warren Moon fan. Right. So I followed him to the Houston Oilers and they eventually moved became, and became yep, well, Tennessee. Or, well, Tennessee, whatever the fuck, you know, but when he left, I was like, okay. And then the team left us. So I was like, okay, I'll pick a new team. Yep. But that's how I ended up watching the NFL was, was out. And I didn't, people were like, it didn't even, it wasn't even an issue when he was a quarterback. He was just a quarterback of the Edmonton Eskimos. Yeah. I didn't give a fuck that he was a black guy. I, I didn't care. I didn't even think about it. Well, exactly. He was just, just a quarterback. That's Warren Moon. That's a quarterback. That guy's amazing. Yep. You no, know, and it was just that's just the way, but that's just the way I was brought up. It's just well, like, it's it's just it's a different. It, there's none a, there's of this bullshit. Difference. I don't see color. Obviously, I, I can see he's a black guy. Of course, yeah. give a fuck. He's well, it just was a football like, player. You know what I mean? What, he's what this, was that? What was the name of the uh, the Washington <laughs> quarterback <laughs> that won uh, Super Bowl? The second Washington, not Joe Theismann, but the guy after Mitchell. I think his last his last name was. He was a black man, and he ended up winning a Super Bowl, and he was. And a reporter asked her, how long have you been a black quarterback? It's like, I, oh, it's like, you're an idiot. It was just so, that's what I mean. It's so, it was such a big deal. It was so stupid. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> that's, I know. This is that, Tuesday, bitch. It, yeah, exactly. That's going to get, in a, that's going to get us in other things. I saw, um, I saw posts online and, and again, while we're in the sports and I don't, I don't mean to get political, but this is going to sound, I'm, I'm going to try to say this properly. There was a bunch, the, the NHL, right? They have decided um, during both anthems, because at every game there, there are both anthems, right? They're not doing, the, they're not kneeling. A, you're on ice, and if you've been on skates, and if you've got 20 people kneeling, you know what, if you, have anybody 
if you're not Canadian and if you don't know, if you're, if you're on ice and you're on your knees, try to get up without the help of anything like professional players can, of course they can. But anyway, uh, the boss uh, Boston Bruins uh, released a statement along with the NHL over the past several months, we have been trying to educate ourselves and learn more about the racial injustice in our country. This in the States um, and around the, and around the world as a team, we have decided to lock arms during the playing of the United States and Can- Canadian anthems as a sign of solidarity solidarity with the black community. This action is solely intended to be a positive sign of support for the black community in a way for us to use the platform to help end racism. That's a statement. That was that came out of Boston, but that's the overall statement from the NFL. And they lock NHL. NHL. And they lock sorry, yeah, NHL. So they lock arms and they're and they're a little like so if you're playing Edmonton versus Boston, it's Edmonton, Boston, Edmonton, like they mix the team so you're you're locking arms with your opponents basically oh, and see. that's and that's their way of showing it and then i and again i have i applaud the kneeling during the anthem in the states because it's it's a show of respect and they're showing um they're they're bringing attention to something that desperately needs attention to now there's a bunch of fucking white canadians going on twitter and Having somebody, not a selfie, but somebody taking their picture, kneeling with a jersey on, saying, if the NHL won't do it, I will. And then they hashtag Black Lives Matter, and that's a great hashtag. I'm just saying, they look fucking stupid. You're virtual signaling, mm-hmm. and it's, I get what they're trying to do. I, understand, I can kind of see it. It was like almost when those actors started making that pledge in black and white. Remember that thing was fucking going around? <laughs> which was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's like when they were saying, Oh, I will not stand by and, and hear uh, racist this. And I'm like, what? So your entire life you've actually stood by and let <laughs> you watch this stuff happen. And you didn't say anything like, fuck yeah. now you're not going anyway. Let's not talk about that. This is like, uh, I was just going to say for me, um, I think it's a personal thing, right? I think uh, yeah. we all agree that, you know, that the black lives do matter, yeah. right? Whether you agree with that organization or not, uh, whether you agree with like uh, whether you want to make a statement, kneeling, standing, whatever, uh, grabbing yeah. arms. There's uh, I know there's one guy. I think he was on the Spurs. Uh, he didn't wear the jersey that said Black Lives Matter, and, and, he, he, and he stood. And, and that's his. I had people uh, like on on TikTok and all that saying, "Oh, we've got another traitor." So, no, look, the, the guy's a very religious guy. He doesn't believe he should kneel in front of anybody except for the, for, for God. For God, yeah. and that's his. That, and that's, that's just it. his like, absolute right. And he's so, black. Yeah, <laughs> you mean like? So as if you have the right to kneel and and protest, you have the right not to kneel exactly. and protest. Uh, you have the you know you have the right to do anything you know either well, way you want to do it. If you don't want to do it, if you want to do it, it's like great. Okay, I see you're so you you're showing support for that movement. Oh, you're not doing it? okay. It doesn't mean you're not supporting that movement. It just means you've decided just not to do. Exactly. For and again, he's saying he's actually putting again. I'm a practicing atheist, so but I appreciate. I can appreciate his belief. I, I, I respect his beliefs. Mm. And he's like, I'm not kneeling for anybody but God. And that's okay. Well, uh, in the States, especially, how are you going to argue that? Yeah. So what I'm saying is all these people that are, if, and they're, and they're all got their jerseys on, they're kneeling and they had somebody take the picture of them. If the NHL won't do it, I will. It's like, and it's literally a bunch of white Canadians. And it's like, fucking stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. You're not like, Look into what you're doing. This is the what the way NHL wants to treat it. And then you got Eric Trump, Trump's son. Congr- oh, I like, applaud the NHL for doing this. 
It's like, no, you're just applauding because it's not the narrative that you railed against. It's like, fuck you, buddy. It's like, (laughs) no, this is, it it just, and again, it's such, it's about time to situate this things have been coming up and look at Colin Kaepernick. When he started kneeling, he was ostracized. Now everybody's doing it. And and how many people are doing it because it's trendy? You mean, that's what gets me. And and like I said, those actors that are like, oh, well, I will not stand by anymore and let this, I'm like, what? So you did? You mean, if if, if I was was in a group of friends and and one of them was black and then somebody said a racial slur, I would immediately say something to that person. Mm-hmm. like it just we'll wouldn't fly and like what is all these other people going like? and again it's like and it's not because i'm righteous it's because it's fucking rude mm-hmm. you mean and well, it's like, like like where, where you're from <laughs> where i'm from <laughs> where also where i'm from well, yes but, uh, when i go when i go back home um yeah uh, there's a few guys that uh hang out with my brother uh, yeah well let's say just maybe one he uses it in his dialect every so often you know yeah. like uh, blah 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 and then he'll say the n-word but yeah. he, he Yes, I don't think he knows any black guys. No, he's just using it as a verb to, to, to just kind of like. And and you know what? And when he's in, and when he if he was in a situation, then as, I didn't realize it till he came down here and did some until work. You, until and you, then I, and then it. he said in front of me, and I whoa, whoa, whoa don't, don't, well, yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, anyway, like, oh, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. Where first of all, it does mean something. But second of all, it's like that's because you're back home. Like in, those who don't know. Canada is not like the U.S. We don't have 13, 14% population of black people here. We have 4%. Yeah. Right? So there's a lot less, you know, we have less population, but we also have much less black people well, that was compared thing. to the USA. So, like, people watch stuff on TV and they figure, oh, you can just say the word. It's just like, there's, there's nobody uh, for 100 miles. That it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And again, don't that's the that, damn word. You're, you're, no you're leading into my next point where, um, there, there was a there was a woman going. Look at the racial inequality there are of uh, people of color in the NHL. There's like only four percent. It's like, well, a lot of the NHL is from Finland, Sweden, Canada, <laughs> Russia. Have you been to these fucking countries? And again, it's not for discrimination. There is a problem where the reason why there's not a lot of people of color is, you know, systemic racism has something to do with that. Because it is costs a fucking fortune to play hockey. And if you grow up in a poor community, and if your parents have, don't have great jobs... Well, I, say, you, I would say that's more economic. Economic reasons. Yes, of know? course. And that's why, if because of systemic racism, if you have communities that are, 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 are poor, and, and there's a lot of people of color there, well, hockey's not going to be big because it's very, very expensive. And again, if you're yeah, looking at... You've got to remember, but it's just that... Because that word... You've got to also remember that in those neighborhoods, there are absolutely neighborhoods of certain groups. Yeah, there are also large neighborhoods of poor people uh, who are white because there's so many more white people yes. in the country. So it's, I, I would say instead of using but that that's one, just it. But that the, no, no, but and be honest, definitely what I'm an saying. economic issue because yeah. even people who are middle class sometimes can't afford to play hockey. No, no. But again, expensive. in the States, systemic racism does have that, that, where the yeah, neighborhoods lie. Let's put it this way. Basketball is way cheaper to play than hockey. Exactly. Right? And it's not because people are like, oh, it, you know, you're this color, so you prefer this sport. It's not that. It's literally a matter of economics. Soccer is, is the, you know, football. Because all you need is... Is, is the is, biggest sport in the world. That's because outside of the U.S. and in North America, right? Like, yeah. um, we're the 1% of the world. Yeah. 
exactly. you make more than $32,000 a year, you're 1% of the world's yes. richest people. So outside of that, just to get one soccer ball, you know, it's a huge deal. Yep. And then, and then that's what you can play. So imagine getting fees and, and skates and then, yep. uh, oh my God, it, and it, then, the amount of money is insane when it costs hot. Exactly. So wrap it up. Um, NHL, they're linking arms. And again, everybody in it is for it. You mean, and again, you can kneel if you want. It's not a thing. It's not like, and again, those, like, like I said, these white Canadians that are going around and kneeling and, and then if you're not doing it in the privacy of your own home and you're not doing it, you mean uh, like you're, you're going on Twitter and like, look at me, I'm so fucking righteous. It's like, Oh, let me guess you're vegan too. Fuck off. Like, I just, <laughs> I can't, i can't, I'm sorry. I sorry. This is not a side of me that, that people see Roman knows. Look, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And they're there. And for those who don't know, uh, yes, there are people of color in the NHL. Yes, exactly. There, there are Korean players. There are uh, black players. Yes. There are native players. Jordan Tutu was like one of one of the great yes, ones. Exactly. So fantastic. You know, this is fantastic. He's people. fantastic. Yeah. Please do and again, and, that, and, and, and as white people, we're like uh, people of color are, are so more athletic than us. Pasty white fox. <laughs> that like, oh. for, like well, I mean, like, but you know what that is? It's not just that is because uh, like we're white people seem to be really good at hockey. People are like, wow, you guys are really good at hockey. Yes, because this is what we grew up doing. Yeah, and it's because like, they're like, oh, these people are so great at basketball. Yeah, because they played it all the time, and they're mm. really good at it. And then you go over to Europe and, and then Africa and then the, the southern uh, uh, South America. Wow, these guys are really good at soccer. Yeah, they've been playing it since they're three years old. They're fucking amazing. Right, and, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like it's it, – you, and even boxers are like, wow, it's uh, the, the Latinos and then the black people are so great at boxing. It's like, yeah, because when, when you have no money, <laughs> right, and you come from a poor place and you're very hungry – you're willing to work hard and, and it's in boxing. You can, you can train boxing and not well, be that. But that's, that's the point too. And again, that, that happens also with, I'm back to my point about systemic racism. When your choices are not afford to go to college, but if you fucking work your ass off and get a scholarship, that's your way out. Then great. That's, that's what happens. But anyway, I, again, we're not a political show. No, <laughs> no, no. So, is, that, is, that, is that if you, especially if, if it's something that you have, and you've been doing since you're young, you're going to be really good at it. Exactly. So, so, and again, and, and I also have access to like the, yeah. like ice, like yes, even if exactly. we couldn't afford to go to the rink, well, eight months out of the year, we could skate outside. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? We have that option. And the yes. same thing with those who play soccer all year, yeah. right? Either in warm climates, they could play soccer all year. Yeah. Or like, or like trying to play soccer, got to either go into a dome yeah, you know, or something. And it's just like, we have to work a lot harder. Because we to, to be a great soccer player because we don't have access to the climate that that could let us play all the right. time. So there are some advantages depending on where you are, and also what it costs. Yeah, and it's different things, and it's yeah, just, so so. This is what I'm getting at. It just there's too much going on right now. And again, Roman and I are are 100 on the black fly black fly yeah, black absolutely. lives matter, and and it just. Yes, we try to be dick and fart jokes all the time. It just some of these things are just too stupid that these people that are just these virtual signaling people I can't handle. And anyway, yeah. do, do you want to end we the show? We love everybody, man. We do love everybody. We do. We do love everybody. Do you want to finish the show? You want to give somebody, aside from all the awesome advice we're giving white people, do you want to give, you want to give some unsolicited advice? Sure. All right. Here we go. Um, this is a, it, nah, it's not that long, but I'll, I'll get into it here. Listen to this. Okay. This past weekend, I ended up hooking up with my ex. I am currently married. 
in brackets. Yes, I know it was a terrible mistake, but I feel like my marriage is lacking in intimacy. And I almost feel like my husband and I have just become friends. That is obviously no excuse for what I did. He has no interest in sex, always makes excuses and is always gone. I found myself pulling away from him in the past few months. Well, I ended up spending a night with my ex and it was really good. He is aware I'm married and I've been, and we were talking about relationships and why he hasn't settled down with anybody yet. He says he's been burned too much in the past and then mentioned I had to go, go off and get engaged. Like his, that's what he's saying. She, you know, he, he, she's the one that he, he, he missed the boat on. Right. Mm-hmm. I am not sure what that meaning, what is, what is the meaning? And I'm constantly thinking about it. We previously had a long, uh, fling type relationship, but never truly dated. But I always found myself wondering what if throughout the years, a part of me feels like things happen for a reason. And there's a reason why we aren't together. But then the chemistry between us when we run into each other is so intense. I'm just curious for advice and what I should do in the situation. First of all, don't cheat on your husband. <laughs> I've said this over and over and over and over again. Um, and you're probably sick of hearing it. If you're in a, in a long-term relationship or you're married mm-hmm. and you get to the point where you are going to cheat on somebody, you know cheating on that person would be devastating. If you're willing to hurt the one you're with by being physical with somebody else, you don't love them or you don't love them. You're not in, in love with them anymore. You might care deeply for the person, but do them the favor and things and then move on. If that's what you truly need. I'm not saying stick with the one forever. If, if you're willing to cheat on somebody, you can break up with them. Now, again, you can give me all sorts of excuses like, Oh, we got kids. It's complicated. This and that. Well then, then go jerk off or go fucking diddle yourself. Like it's, it's beyond that. I know there are lots of gray areas, but to be real simple, if you're in a marriage, if you just care about each other and you've fallen out of love, it's, it's what you can do. Or talk to the person and see if you're going to like, hey, we're married. We got kids. Let's see other people outside of this. You know, like whatever your arrangement is, I don't give a fuck what it is. But don't be sneaky about it. What are you thinking? I banged my ex-girlfriend when she was dating her boyfriend of four years. Her excuse was the same thing. Oh, I feel like emotionally we've broken apart. Yeah. Yeah. Really? If I go ask him if you're uh, his girlfriend, is he going to say yes? <laughs> well, yeah, but in my mind, we're not together. Oh, well, I got news for you. That fun house in your fucking mind, right? That doesn't count. Yeah. Right. You're still together. Right. And you're like, well, then why did you sleep with her? Because I was the, uh, the, guy, uh, the guy on the outside trying to get laid. Yes. Right. Don't blame the, the, don't blame the player. Was yeah. it? Play the, blame blame the game. The game. <laughs> No, blame the blame the girl who's attached. Well, and again, or or, or vice versa. If it is if it is a, if it is a dude doing that, it, it goes both ways. Now, yes, yeah, of course. So what I'm saying is is that um, uh, a lot of people yeah. like to make excuses and, and 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 are saying like, oh, we're not together, and this not in my mind, and it's yep. bullshit. It's just a way to do what you want without being held accountable. Yep. You're, you're easing day, your own guilt. Yeah. That girl, if you ask her about this situation, she will tell you that she was already broken up with her boyfriend. Yeah. She was not. No. But when she recalls the story and tells everybody, because instead of saying, I was a whore, 
Pardon my expression. Yeah. Jesus, I had an I don't itchy know what you're vagina. About. What are you talking about? I've never cheated on it. She tells me she's never cheated on anybody. Yes. yes you you're doing it now. I'm watching you. <laughs> I have a POV. You're cheating. Whether you're a man or a woman, if you're in a relationship with somebody, end that relationship before going into bed with somebody else. Yeah. Otherwise, guess what? You're not a good person. And also, too, a little legal advice. Um, that's adultery. Like when they sue for divorce, you mean you're you're fucked. You mean like, again, like it just like if you're going to be cynical about it and say, I don't give a shit. Well, OK, think about your wallet then. It just it doesn't it doesn't work. Well, that's it, what I mean when it comes to accountability. Um, the, the court systems don't seem to favor men. No. In those situations. <laughs> but women, they're kind of like, oh, well, you know, nah. just, you know, when it comes to a lot of things, they kind of get away with stuff. So the my advice is, yeah, no, you're you're wrong. You are. Yep. Uh, uh, there's, there's no way you should have slept with this person. If you're feeling lonely, get a cat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just, Go buy again, one of those, uh, uh, clitter friggin', uh, what jackhammers that they sell now? Clitter jackhammers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do what you I gotta saw, do. I'm, I'm going, I'm driving down the, the, the QEW in Toronto and there's a big billboard and it's always female lady products. Right. Right, uh, what they in French they call an amuse madame, a lady entertainer. Oh, we. Oui. Right, and then I saw a video of a girl talking about that exact same thing. <sighs> yeah, she's like, it's called the thunderclappers. I don't know what the fuck it's called, but she's like, if you don't know what it is, look it up. And I'm like, I did, and it's the exact same device. And uh, yes, she had a um, orgasm that was so powerful <laughs> that her legs went numb and she couldn't walk. And then eventually she started getting feeling back, but she started getting pains every so often. Turns out that uh, it was so intense that she actually blew a disc in her back. <laughs> <laughs> right? So well, if you're, if you're you know, kind of entertainment like, in your life, yeah. then go get one of these uh, gas-powered fucking lady pleasers. Yeah. yeah. Right? And, uh, and throw your back out. You know, or well, go tell your husband, either you fuck me or I leave you. Yeah, exactly. Like figure it out. Yeah. And again, it's like, it's like one of those things. I'm sure every guy out there is like, Oh, I've done that before. It's like, listen, dudes, there's some, yes. Once in a while, a guy will have a performance where he's like, what am I'm quitting my day job. I'm doing this professionally. It just, <laughs> for some reason, everything's in tune and you're like, what am I doing with my life? I should be professional. <laughs> You know, I mean, but that's just like when we're out playing basketball, I could sink five hoops in a row and be like, fuck, what am I doing with my life? No, no, Rob. No, 99% <laughs> of the time you're weak. <laughs> just, anyway, um, again, here's the show. At a time, your wife can't get the sentence out. Should we have sex? Oh, <laughs> oh, you done? oh, oh okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, again, uh, we're not apologizing for the, for our rants in the show earlier, but again, there's just so much going on and, and, you mean this is if this is important stuff to talk about so and hey we love to hear your feedback whatever you like hey you yeah, can tell look, me to the most important thing is treat people with respect yes right if you grow up in a place and i know there are some places in the world where it's a little tougher like i saw um a video where they went down to a southern state and all they did was hold a sign up that said black lives matter and it was a white guy holding it yeah and they just recorded the uh, the reactions yeah, and and, that, and that's fine. But again, in a don't, place called Arkansas. I won't tell you what town. No, 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 no. But again, fine. Don't. But uh, like, you know, but the stuff that people were saying is was very vulgar stuff. Yeah, you know, they were very upset by this. So it's like, look, we just, I don't, I don't buy into a lot of the crazy whether it's right or left. Uh, I don't buy. No, into no, no, no. Exactly, and that's what I was saying about about kneeling. Like when there's people on Twitter, like these these white Canadians are like, oh, if the NHL won't do it, I would. No, the NHL is doing something, and and again, it's 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 the league 
talks about it. It's it's them. It's their organizations. And again, they're not saying you can't kneel. Like it's, you mean, it's just, especially it's those, a, if you don't know if kneeling on the ice also gets your, uh, cause you have socks over your pads, right? Yeah. They, they cover your, your, your knee pads. Yeah. If you stand, if you kneel on the ice long enough, your socks start to get wet. Yeah. And then they start to droop down and all of a sudden you got one or you got one leg that's heavy. And, and, and believe me, and you got two anthems in hockey games. Like anyway, stop. I wish actors would stop going, Oh, look at me. Look what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to turn my back on racism anymore. It's like, so you were, you're fucking fuck off. And again, yeah. it's like, Oh, look at me. I'm kneeling and I'm uh, here, here, dad, or here, honey, take my picture. I want to show how fucking righteous I am. No, stop it. Go do something. Go, go volunteer something. Go, go make a difference instead of just like, look at me. It's just, it's ridiculous. Anyway. Yep. Real quick. Um, we're going a little long here, but a real quick, our, uh, our housekeeping, uh, you can find uh, the show is at Roman potted cast on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Robert MM cast on Twitter and Instagram. And this is Roman LeBeau at the Roman LeBeau on Twitter and Instagram. I'm going to skip some other parts. Fast forward T public store, um, Roman potted gas.com or .ca. Take it right to our T public store. You can get all our merch you want and including, uh, now our logo and all our Christmas logo are, COVID logo and all the vintage logos are at a current logo is on masks. And we are giving uh, the proceeds to any sales made on the masks. We don't want to make money off COVID-19. Uh, we're going to world vision has a COVID section where they're helping out third world countries. That's where we're sending our money there. Tasty nudes. You want to send the Roman Roman gmail.com tasteful. Same address, Kara Rob, RomanPodcast.gmail.com, Roman Single. I'm not tasty. Same. Uh, the networks we're on, the Points of Interest Podcast Network, the uh, EMC Podcast Network, the Tangible Network, and we're also sponsored by Emotion 14. I implore you to Google all four of those places for awesome podcast content. And last but not least, our review reach round. If you'd like to give Roman or Rob a review reach round, go to Apple Podcasts, give us a star rating and review, and we call it the review reach around. That's right. That's a five star. Treat everybody fucking equally, morons. Reach around. So until next week, I'm Rob Cast. And I'm your host, Roman LeBeau. And we'll see you next time. Later. You're listening to the Points of Interest Podcast Network. You can find us at POIPodcast.com. For the love of pod. Hi, this is Mark. Congratulations. You have found this amazingly awesome show. Chances are you're listening to it right now on whether it's iTunes or Stitcher Radio or some other mobile app that allows you to stream this amazingly awesome show to your ear holes. And I can't stress how awesomely amazing the show really is. But did you know that you can also catch the latest episode of this show on the Tangibound Network? That's right. Go check out tangiboundnetwork.com. You can look them up and you can listen to it right there. It's even mobile friendly. What more could you ask for? which means you can pull it up on your iPhone or your Android, even your Windows phone. Yeah, who has one of those? But still, point remains, you can do it. You can do it. Check it out, tangiboundnetwork.com. Listen to this show, the latest episode, every time.